Welcome to Random Gaming Talk, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for video games. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good, how are you doing? Not too bad, yep, doing alright. Um, cool, so what have you been playing in uh, last week or so? Uh, well, I finally f- beat uh, Final Fantasy Eleven Shadows of Elusive Age. Do you mean Dragon Quest? Yeah, dra- sorry, Dragon Quest. <laughs> I'm right. I'm super tired right now. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hesitant between calling it beat and finished uh, because there's a lot of post-final boss battle stuff to do, which I'm not going to get around to doing. So technically, I've, I've uh, beat it but not finished it. Uh, and after that, I started up uh, Last of Us Remastered because I want to play that and get that knocked out as part of my done list. Mm-hmm. And then uh, bounced around between a couple things here and there, nothing really super serious. Okay, how are you finding uh, Last of Us at the moment? I, I'm still not a super huge fan of the controls. Um, it's a little little slow, a little sluggish, but other than that, it's, I mean, I haven't really delved that deep into the story because I've only literally literally just started. Like, I'm barely past the intro I've, to the point where I've just met Ellie and just gotten out of the city, so that's where I stopped at the last time. So, okay, not deep, not that deep into it. Cool. Alright, um, yeah, I've got a bit of a problem on my hands in terms of playing games and storing them on my PS4. Uh, if some of you saw the little video I put last night on Twitter, some of you might not have, uh, Twitter, eTalkUK, of course. Um, yeah, so Call of Duty had a, I think it's 1.12, something like that, update, um, where they've added five um, uh, custom loadout sets, so you can have ten instead of five. You know, because you know people like to use loads of different weapons. They also added a crossbow. Have I tried any of these yet? No, because I can't actually download the uh, update for the game because my PS4 is asking me for an additional 33 gigabytes of space. So I went into my system storage and thought, okay, surely I can like clear something or whatever. Um, so at the moment, just in terms of games, like apps don't really take up any space, do they? Like you know, couple couple hundred megabyte maybe. That, and that's about it, like YouTube, Netflix, Now TV, that sort of stuff. Uh, so I've got Skyrim VR, which I'll talk about in a minute. Uh, I've got uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew, which I'm not uninstalling because I played that with a bunch of people. And uh, Modern Warfare itself. Those are the three games that I've got on my system right now. Uh, Call of Duty at the moment, on its own without this update, is 131 gigabytes, And then you add another like 30 something on that, which is what, like 160 something gigabytes of space, roughly. Um, yeah, I don't, unless, unless I delete Skyrim and, and Star Trek, which I don't want to do, uh, I can't currently play Call of Duty because I can't update the game. So, uh, for the first time ever, I'm probably going to have to buy a uh, external hard drive or something. Uh, I had a little look last night, um, as I was trying to figure out what to do. And a, because uh, what, what I think is probably the ideal thing to do is if I got a 500 gig hard drive, and basically just use that for Call of Duty because the game's going to be updated again at, at some point in the future. And there's already like, you know, 160 something gig. It's going to creep up to 200 before I know it. Um, so in terms of me getting like, I don't know, a 160 gig um, hard drive, that's not really going to be very useful to me. Um, so it will be it'll be best if basically if I freed up that 131 gig of storage uh, for free free space on the PS4 and then use the 500 gig to just have everything Call of Duty on there and then just like when they get future updates it can just take that or whatever so yeah what do you think of the situation that I'm in? 
Yeah, well, I've had an external drive attached to my Xbox for years now. They're super cheap online sales. Yeah. Uh, I don't have one for my PS4, but that's just because I don't really use my PS4 a whole lot. Right. Um, but past that, you know, it makes sense. I mean, it's, what, like 70, 80 bucks to get, like, another terabyte storage, so. Mm-hmm. What, I, what I was finding on, la- on last night on Amazon was 500 gigs uh, storage for um, 30 pounds, roughly. Mm-hmm. There was one that was on there that was, like, 21 pound but it had one review of like three stars and you just when you see something like that you know, like you, you don't uh there's obviously something wrong with that so um yeah i don't want to spend 30 pounds on storage I'll, I'll keep looking around and stuff but uh yeah uh it's not a great situation to be in so my ps4 is basically completely full so we shall see what happens in terms of things i have actually been playing uh, i did play skyrim vr i've played I want to say about an hour or so. Um, we've gotten into like the village and everything like that. I tell you, I tell you something. Seeing the pixelated um, faces, like right in my face, like when people <laughs> walk up to me and stuff, it's a little unnerving. It's not like scary or anything. I'm not scared. It's just like you don't want that. You don't want like um, uh, cause it's it's basically the the quote unquote remastered version for PS4, which doesn't really even look remastered. Um, that sort of uh yeah those those sorts of looking people are uh in my face and stuff so um you got you get a dragon at the start of that game which i think is pretty cool uh and stuff and uh that looked all right and everything uh the combat's interesting obviously you do you have the two hands and you can wield you know bow and arrow or a sword or whatever you've got um there's a lot of different controls in the game i'm starting to get used to some of that so it's gonna have to be a game i dip in and out of because i played for like 40 minutes yesterday and it was just like there was, there, was just, there was just so much on screen I'm going to have to kind of just get used to it So, but I enjoyed what I played so far so we'll see how it goes uh, I have downloaded, uh, I finished sorry Batman Arkham Origins um, last week, you know good good kind of little uh, prequel if you've played the other Arkham games, good little kind of Joker story in there, Bane's in the story um, what's the other one uh, Firefly, is it Firefly? the, the other one that's uh, that character's in the story. You've got uh, some interesting like origin stuff with Harley Quinn, like when she first, uh, you know, is um, Joker's therapist and things like that, or in the uh, in the asylum and everything. Uh, and you've kind of got the built the start of the relationship between like Jim Gordon and Batman, and like the uncertainty there, and then like Alfred's trying to kind of guide uh, Bruce and Batman to to doing the right thing, uh, that sort of thing. So that was pretty good. Um, yeah, it, it it didn't look great. I didn't expect it to, but in terms of combat and story and everything, still thought it was pretty fun. So I, I finished that. Um, I was looking up some stuff yesterday for uh, Toy Story 3, the video game, of course. If, for those of you that know me a bit better, some of you might not. This might be a first Entertainment Talk podcast. Uh, I'm a big, big, big fan of uh, Toy Story. It's very near and dear to me, and it's something I really care about. Um, I looked up some stuff for the... Uh, the uh, Toy Story 3 PS3 game and just looks like a bit of fun there's some good platforming in there there's a little toy box you can kind of make and uh, build your own kind of stuff with so I've downloaded that um, I'm going to move on to uh, Ratchet and Clank 2 at some point uh, you know because it's like 2010 isn't it I'm playing all these old games but uh, I'm just you know I'm just playing them at the moment because I'm kind of in the mood for them but uh, yeah we'll see how those sorts of things go I did get sent today as well uh, well, got, got it sent today. It will probably arrive tomorrow. Doom in VR, so we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, there's obviously going to be a lot of stuff in my face, isn't there? Uh, up, up close and everything. So we'll see how that goes. Um, 
Yeah, well, what do you think of the idea of like Skyrim and Doom in VR? Uh, well, I've never been a big VR fan to begin with, but that's personally just me. So, I mean, if it's something that people enjoy playing, go for it. I just, the whole visual thing just completely throws me, so. Okay, alright. Um, but yeah, going to be continuing with those, uh, and like I said, I'll try and sort out my uh, Call of Duty problem in the future. So, that's pretty much everything I'm playing at the moment. Um, so, yeah, let's move into a bit of housekeeping. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, today I did uh, two other podcasts, uh, one of which was the Actor and Actress Spotlight Episode 6 for David Tennant and Sir David Jason, two very, very, very talented people in in this industry, uh, both done some different projects, one's a bit older than the other or whatever, uh, but uh, yeah, really enjoyed recording that and talking about two very, very successful, very, very talented people, so uh, that was pretty good to do. I uh, did another United cast episode. This one was uh, for Man United's defeat last night to Burnley at home. And I can't believe I'm even saying that sentence. Uh, fans were walking out with 10 minutes to go or 15 minutes to go. Uh, there was chanting about the Glazers out because they're really bad owners. And uh, in terms of my lifetime, this is the biggest mess that the club's been in. So it's uh, not great to see. We've got eight days left to buy some players. And uh, the owners don't like spending money. So we'll see how that goes. Um we got Classic Reviews Season 3, Episode 5, the penultimate episode for Classic Reviews Season 3, which is for The Wire Season 3. Next week, we'll obviously have Season 3, Episode 6, and you can uh, find out what that is on that day. So that should be pretty good. Uh, did another TV Talk episode, this one for Titans, Deadwaterfell, The Deuce, and The Outsider. Um, two are uh, HBO shows. One of them is obviously the DC Universe Titans and the uh, Channel 4 edition of uh, Deadwater Fell, which actually stars David Tennant himself. So that was really good to do. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, United cast talking about May United's 2-0 defeat to Liverpool away. Not that we really expected anything different, but there's that. Let's play Sunday's Call of Duty Modern Warfare. 
And what else do we have here? Top 5 best TV countdown. I've now done 5, 4, 3 and 2. Number 1 will be revealed tomorrow on Friday. So have a look out for those as well. Uh, chat podcast talking about December. Last month of course. Uh, the Good Talk for The Good Place Season 4 Episode 11. There's just 2 episodes left of The Good Place. Uh, there'll be a new episode tomorrow. And then the series finale next week. We'll see how all that wraps up. Um, me and Robert did a trailer talk podcast last week. Talking about Morbius, Black Widow. Uh, Ghostbusters and some other stuff so that was fun to do as well and that is what we've been doing on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms let's move into some news I think I'll go first with the with these delays that we got, seeing as everybody will want to know our thoughts on these game delays. We've got some more of them, obviously following on from last week with the Avengers and with Final Fantasy VII. This week we've got three game delays, so more delays than last week, but uh, Cyberpunk 2077 caused the highly anticipated game from uh, CD Projekt Red, the uh, Witcher developers, delayed until September. Uh, Robert, this is your most anticipated game, what do you think of uh, this delay? Uh, am I bummed that I'm going to have to wait a couple more months to play this game? Absolutely. But I think uh, CD Projekt Red has earned the right to say, you know, this game is not up to the quality that we want it to be, so we're delaying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, uh, Witcher 3 was actually delayed three months, and that's been universally accepted as, like, an amazing game. Mm. Uh but, you know, and, and it's not like they're saying it's not done. It's one of those things they're saying it's not good enough for us. So, yeah, that's, you know, that's one of those things that, you know, they, they, just they want to say take it's more time with it. So, yeah, they want to take more time with it. They say it's uh, not good enough for our standards. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm OK with that fact. I'm bummed. Absolutely. But what are you going to do? You can't force them to, to bring the game out. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. So I'll now be 26 when I play this game. Because if you remember, this was going to come out the day before I turned uh, 26. So that would be fun. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I echo your thoughts with this. Like, if they, need, they, if they needed more time, then they needed more time. It's as simple as that. Uh, you don't want a broken game to come out. Um, especially not something as, like, as that's got as many eyes as, as this has got on it with uh, Cyberpunk. So... I still think the game's going to be really, really good. Uh, game delays, I think, are good for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, because this is... I mean, the the April 16th date they gave was the first time they'd actually given any date. So, it's not like this has been delayed for like 10 years or 6 years or whatever. Uh, I, I'm guessing it will probably come out in September. Um, do you think it actually will hit this new date? Yeah. Cool. Because they said it's basically done, but they're adding more time to, to polish up the side quests. Mm-hmm. And if you, I mean, you've played more Witcher 3 than I have. Uh, those side quests are, are get a lot of love from the community. They're saying, you know, they're, they're not worthless, they're not throwaways, they're not stupid. Um, so if that's what they're finishing up, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
totally. Uh, the next game that's been delayed is Iron Man VR, a game I'm looking forward to because I'm obviously luckily a PSVR owner. I am a Marvel fan. I like Iron Man as well, so ticks all the boxes, and I like video games as well, so that ticks another box. Um, Iron Man VR has been delayed. Uh, I didn't actually write down the the month for this, unfortunately. I, I couldn't uh, rem- I didn't remember to go in, to go and grab it, but uh, it's been delayed by a couple of months at least, and whatever. Um, what do you think of this delay? Just same stuff, just like great that they're taking more time to to fix it. Yeah, absolutely. And Iron Man VR, I'm not a VR user, I'm not a VR owner, but that's one game that I would absolutely play in VR if mm. I had VR. Yeah, um, totally. that that game makes the most sense being in VR. So. Yeah, yeah, uh, and from everything I've heard so far, I was like, you know, using the move controllers with the two different hands, which is, you know, a common thing with uh, VR games, uh, sounds pretty good, so I'm glad that they're taking a bit more time with it that they need, and uh, can't wait to play that when it comes out as well. So that is Iron Man in VR, and the last one, of course, zombie stuff, so it's uh, got me waiting at the queue. Uh, Dying Light, of course, uh, Dying Light 2 rather, sorry, Dying Light 1 has been out for couple of years um has also been delayed as well but they did say um that they didn't have a date in mind to to give so we're gonna have to wait a little bit of time for that um yeah i'm obviously probably uh, arguably a bigger zombie guy than you i've mentioned that numerous times um how do you feel about uh, dying lights delay i i played the original dying light it was okay it wasn't uh, i don't think it was all that but it was a decent enough game mm-hmm. uh, but again if that's what they want to do that's their choice so yeah, yeah. Um, as a lot of people said with the first one, it was kind of Mirror's Edge with weapons and with zombies. Because in Mirror's Edge, you don't really... I mean, you can you can get a gun off the guy, but like it's mostly about you know just beating them up with your fists and climbing around and stuff. So it really kind of scratched that sort of... Um, the, uh, Mirror's Edge with zombies and with weapons, which just, again, ticks all the boxes that I like for me. Uh, and with Mirror's Edge probably being dead, I don't see EA bringing that back anytime soon. They could surprise us, but at the moment I'm not holding any hope for that. Uh, hopefully this game will uh, continue some of that DNA, just like they did with the first one. And uh, zombies are there, so again it's got me waiting at the queue. And um, we'll see how they evolve with the second one. I remember with the second one they said something about like the uh, the water supply. Water supply. We don't say t- we don't use the T word in. Uh, <laughs> in in Britain, uh, but with Walter uh, playing quite a big um, part in the game, that's going to be really interesting. And um, yeah, we'll see when they give a date. I wonder if this will just be pushed to PS5. Maybe uh, we'll see what they uh, decide to do with that. So um, yeah, some more game delays. Is there any is there any games in mind you can think of that are like coming out soon ish? Because all these were supposed to be like you know Final Fantasy. It was what for March. Uh, Cyberpunk was supposed to be like April, so it's kind of the first half-ish of the year. These are now being pushed to, to quite far back. Um, is there any games that are coming out soon-ish that you think might also get delayed? Not really, no. No? Um, I think it may, maybe something like Resident Evil 3, possibly. I don't I don't remember that going gold. Uh, obviously, we know Dreams has gone gold, so we know we're getting that next month, or within about roughly three weeks, I want to say. So... Um, yeah, it's it's good. To, I mean, to me, spreading out game releases is 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 the best idea. You don't want like Final Fantasy, Cyberpunk, and I don't know something else coming out within like a month of each other. It's just it's it's just too much at once, isn't it? So too many big games at the same time. So we'll see how these games turn out. Um, and uh, yeah, look forward to them to playing them when they do come out. So we shall see. Uh, Ninja Theory is, is of course a company uh, that uh, I very much like. They've done some really good stuff for the mental health community and the mental health 
just industry and all that sort of thing uh with the with the donations that they've made all the help that they've given towards everything like that and uh, obviously what hellblade did for for that sort of thing as well so um ninja theory yesterday announced that they're working on a new project called mara uh they posted a little i think it's about a minute or like 40 seconds or so a little teaser trailer uh nothing is really described in the teaser trailer but i just wrote down a few things that um kind of happen in it so there's this character that's breathing really really heavily throughout the whole trailer uh looks to be focused on kind of like terror and uh like mental health and sort of being scared or being anxious that kind of thing which obviously ties into the, the the theme that they've gone for the whole mental health just like being scared terror kind of thing you you'll know if you played you know uh hellblade and everything um yeah did you hear about this at all yeah, I did hear about it. I did see the announcement trailer. It's going to be interesting, if nothing else. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you played through uh, Hellblade? Uh, yet? No, I haven't. Okay. Any interest to, to do to do so? I'm sure I will at some point, but. Mm-hmm. Uh... Okay. Cool. Uh, it's on Game Pass at the moment. For those of you that are wondering, it's also on Switch. Pretty sure it's on PC. It's definitely on PS4. And uh, it's on Xbox as well if you want to just buy it normally or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, like I've said before numerous times, Ninja Theory certainly got me. They're supporting them. Uh, other than the 4v4, 4, the 4v4 game they've got coming out because I just have simply no interest in that. Uh, but in terms of Hellblade 2, whatever this is going to be, it looks good, at least like graphically from the trailer. It's only a little teaser trailer, so there's not much you can gather from it but uh yeah they've got some some pedigree so far so uh, we'll see what they decide to do i'm imagining this will come out after hellblade 2 uh so probably next year at some point maybe but um yeah obviously they've got their relationship with microsoft now because they're now, now owned by microsoft so this game will not be coming out probably on ps4 it will probably be on um pc obviously it will be because of game pass and, and stuff like that but um yeah so they've got three uh games on the horizon so we'll see what they uh do with all them and everything so there you go uh cool what news do you have to talk about this week uh well first up we've got the leaked photos from xbox series x uh i sent you that link if you have a chance to actually look at those photos i had a little glance at them i'm just going to bring them up now for the purposes of well the fact that we're talking about them um but uh yeah i they look interesting i suppose yeah as far as whether they're being, uh, whether them are actually from the series action, I'm putting that at about 90% uh, for a couple reasons. Uh, first off, the photos um, clearly were not taken, you know, in any kind of like display sort of way. It literally yeah, looks def- like somebody put it on the carpet. On yeah, it looks the floor. like a carpet, doesn't it? So yeah. And then second, on the the back shot of it it says xbox product named placeholder prototype not for sale and it has a barcode and a serial number on it which lends to the authenticity and if it is real microsoft does track those serial numbers mm. so whoever got that specific xbox series x is probably not going to get any more prototypes anytime soon no um and the big thing is is there's a uh, a weird port on the back of it because on the back it shows all the ports there's a power plug uh, there's only a single HDMI, um, so it looks like they're getting rid of the HDMI in uh, for the uh, the Xbox Series TV and stuff, uh, network yeah. cable. Yeah, network uh, port, couple USB ports, digital audio port. But there's a giant, huge port without a name tag on it or any kind of identifier on it, so nobody really knows what it is. 
Connect uh, 2. Yeah, Connect 2 has been wild, <laughs> well, three, wildly uh, speculative. Yeah. If I had to guess, I would think that's more for Microsoft finally doing something with HoloLens. Yeah, yeah, which um, most people have, has, don't really talk about at the moment. Yeah, nobody's talked about in a long time. They haven't shown anything in a couple of E3s. Uh, if we have a HoloLens thing at mm-hmm. E3 this year, then that's definitely what that port is for. Right, yeah. Because in terms of the name next to it, it's just got like a white line, isn't it? Yeah, so. it's just a, just a solid bar. Yeah. I'm a, this is a small nitpick, but I'm a little bit bummed about the... the uh, I'll call it the Freeview box thing, because that's the box that I use. Because I've used that, well, for almost five years uh, with the TV. So, um, yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I've I literally used that... It, basically it almost every day so that's a bit of a bummer that's gone but i will i will live so <laughs> uh yep. we'll see what else have we got here um this little lock thing on the back i imagine that's just to undo something um yeah I'm, that I'm... that's a keyhole thing that's used to uh take the the casing off for assembly so right i'm guessing the uh yeah you got the two usbs the mystery light slanted slot um obviously the one hdmi i'm surprised there's one hdmi on it, uh, but oh yeah, because you, you'd have more with the TVs, wouldn't you? So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. Just, uh, uh, on that one. Um, I'm guessing the like small kind of flat circle is probably the power cable, and then the other one is probably the um, it's for audio. I can't think of what you call it. Yeah, it's digital audio. Yeah, I've, it's for like I've, sound bars. And yeah, things like that. I've had uh, one of them things. So uh, and then the other one's obviously the Ethernet cable. So it looks really tiny here. I'm, I'm looking at this on my phone, which is probably why, but. Uh, yeah, it's uh, going to be interesting to see the reception to this. Have we seen... Do we know if there's anything on the front? Yeah, they did the the post uh, from the Twitter account that mm-hmm. leaked it, did show it on the front. It's got a uh, uh, CV uh, uh, compact disc tray in. There's a USB port on the front and then a physical button, which is either going to be the power button or the eject button for the CDs. Well, you'd have to have both of those, I imagine. Yeah. So... Well, not necessarily. If you go back to the original Xbox One, the power button uh, was just a, a touch sensor, and then yeah, the I've st- I've physical eject. So, yeah. yeah, and the physical eject for the CDs was uh, a little outside, touch, so. a little touch button thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, because I mean, in this day and age, where people are going to be hooking up, um, you know, storage because their Call of Duty game is too big. Um. <laughs> You get you're gonna need a, a port for that. Probably stuff for like you know charging controllers, I imagine um, things like that, and uh, probably one for what what else? I mean like USBs if you want to play media off it or whatever. Um, pe- people need a lot of USB slots. I mean I, there was a guy I was playing Star Trek with a couple of weeks ago, and he needed to charge his Move controllers, but he he had because um, it was the two obviously there's two USB slots on a PS4. Uh, at the front, and one of them he had obviously his VR headset in. The other one he had um, a, st- a, a hard drive thing which had um, Star Trek on it, so he couldn't take that out. So he had to just like quit playing because he couldn't charge his move controllers because uh, he had nothing near him. So um, yeah, you're gonna need as many of those as possible. Obviously, there's two on the back here. So except uh, there's yeah, there's there's one on the side, isn't there, for the Xbox One. The, the original model, and then there's two on the back, which are really awkward to reach to, but uh, that's uh, the way that is. So, yeah, there you go. Um, cool. Did you want to say anything else about this, or should we move on? No, we can move on. Cool. What else did you have to talk about? Well, people that are fans of uh, 
some of the bigger games created by uh, Ubisoft have mm-hmm. reason to rejoice. Uh, Maxime Balan, who left Ubisoft last year for some reason to become the creative director of Fortnite, uh, has been confirmed to be coming back to Ubisoft in a new and, quote, more influential role. Uh, Video Game Chronicles uh, reported that Blonde will join as vice president of the editorial team, uh, which helps make big picture decisions about various games across the company. Uh, This is part of the reported uh, restructuring uh, uh, move that Ubisoft is doing. Uh, Blonde worked on Assassin's Creed, uh, Splinter Cell Conviction, and Blacklist. Uh, He also directed uh, parts of the Far Cry series. So hopefully, yeah. with him coming back, we're gonna get another Splinter Cell game. But outside of that, it's just you know a guy coming home. So what can I tell you? You know what? We've I I am sure it's at least two, if not maybe three E threes. I've been like Splinter Cells this year. Splinter Cells this year. I'm if if Man United have taught me anything in the last couple of weeks, it's to not get your hopes up for certain things in this industry. Um, <laughs> So in terms of like, oh, this means Splinter Cell's coming back, I'm kind of just going to reserve myself on like, okay, if we get to E3 2020 and they don't say nothing, to try to not be disappointed. Because, um, I mean, Ubisoft with like the awful uh, new Ghost Recon game and some other stuff they've been doing recently, um, they're not heading down the greatest of paths. Because that, that Ghost Recon game's awful. I know that they've patched it and put some stuff in or whatever, but that you, you, you're not getting me back. You, you lost me. So... Um, but yeah, I I mean, it's interesting when that game came out and it got all the really bad press that it deserved and everything. And a lot of people were like, "Why don't you just make an open? Why don't you just make a, a Splinter Cell game? Why don't you just instead of making this thing, why don't you just make a Splinter Cell game?" And it kind of feels I'm getting some echoes of like Bethesda from Ubisoft these days. Uh, like, not saying that they're as bad. I still think that Ubisoft are a better company at the moment. But uh, just what they did with that Tom Clancy game and what they've done with some other stuff and Assassin's Creed hasn't been as good the last one I didn't enjoy. Um, and I, I used to be on the fence of like, no, I really still love Ubisoft's games and uh, everyone else was like, oh, there's the, the typical Ubisoft formula. And I've kind of seen what people have been talking about in the last like couple of years with decisions that they've been making. Uh, some st- so in terms of getting excited for a Splinter Cell game... I'm not. Gonna, I'm just not putting my eggs in that basket at the moment. So, how about you? Uh, I mean, I'm not expecting a Splinter Cell game. No. If they didn't have anything in the works already, uh, you know, then we're talking like a, at a minimum three to five years for the game to come out. Yeah. Uh, would I want a new Splinter Cell game? Absolutely. Uh, would I hope that they're making one? Absolutely. Uh, past that, you know, I don't really have any, you know. I don't have a dog in the fight, as it is, so... Right, yeah. I mean, cause it, you, you can look at different companies and think, like, okay, what one game does everyone want from them? And if you look at Ubisoft, it's going to be Splinter Cell. And it, it's... I mean, it's seven years, I think, since the last one that came out. It's either, it, it was either Convic- Conviction or, or Blacklist, um, which I recently played through both of those through uh, backwards compatibility. But... Um, yeah, that's the one game everyone wants from them, and this is the one game that they're not making. And they keep making Assassin's Creed games. There's probably going to be a new one this year. Looks like it might be Ragnarok. We don't know. Uh, and they keep making just just bad decisions. So we'll see what uh, what they decide to do. So there's that. Uh, all right, what else do you want to talk about? Uh, well, even though uh, Splinter, so, um, sorry, uh, you have to ask my brain on Splinter. <laughs> even though Cyberpunk has been delayed, what hasn't been delayed? 
is the tchotchkes, knickknacks, and uh, other fun things that people have for them. Uh, Funko Pop has released four uh, Funko Pops, and those are available for pre-order right now. Uh, the four are a uh, figure of Johnny Silverhand uh, kneeling, looking like super serious. So that's from the trailer where he pulls off his sunglasses and says, we have a city to burn. Uh, then there's Johnny Silverhand dual-wielding guns with the sunglasses on. And then you have the two uh, main characters that you've seen already in the show, uh, Male 5 and Female 5. So if you go to the uh, original one-hour trailer that shows the, the female character getting into cybernetics and then doing all the fun stuff, it's mm -hmm. that. And then it, when you go to the second trailer, it shows Samurai and the other dude stealing a whole bunch of stuff. It's got the other dude. Um, and those are the four pops. I have already pre-ordered one of the Johnny Silverhand ones. So obviously, yes, I am that big of a fan. <laughs> uh, there's no release date on the pre-orders, but, you know, they're $11 each. So it's not like you're breaking the bank oh, if you're going to pre-order one or not. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I do like talking about collectibles on this show. We've brought it up a couple of times uh, with 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 just various different things. Still haven't got my Crash Bandicoot because I still haven't had it in stock, um, which is annoying. I've been I've seen I think since because I said a couple of weeks ago, didn't I, that I went to my local uh, Forbidden Planet to to check and they didn't have it. I've been another time since then. And uh, a family member went for me and, and checked as well, and they, did, they still didn't have it. But guess what? Sparrow's still sitting on the shelf. Uh, so th there's that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I might buy some Cyberpunk stuff. Depends on how invested I am in the game and everything. Because uh, in terms of collectibles for me, I want the Crash Bandicoot thing. I'm trying to get a Batman thing, maybe. And uh, I, I would like to get a figure for the Tom Holland uh, Spider-Man as well. But other than that, like, I've got my Toy Story stuff. I've got my Walking Dead stuff. Uh, I'm starting my Game of Thrones collection with Arya, sorry, with uh, Danny and uh, John. I do want to get Arya and one of the dragons and the Night King. Um, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much everything I want at the moment. So, Oh, and I do want to get uh, a Clementine as well from the, the Telltale Walking Dead series and probably a Lee as well. So still a bunch of stuff actually, but uh, yeah, we'll see if uh, Cyberpunk joins uh, the, uh, the queue that if it's you know in stock somewhere I can buy. And this, the annoying thing as well is when I went both times... Uh, it, I think it was the same woman that I saw both times. It was on the, the same day, but two different weeks, obviously. Um, and she's recommended me both times to look online, and then they had none in stock online for Crash. So he's just sold out, which is uh, which is not great. So yeah, um, so yeah, you said you're gonna probably be getting one of these things. Oh, I've already pre-ordered. So right, cool. I did that last night, and as soon as I saw that uh, news, because the way my process works is that. You know, I just do a couple of internet searches for video game news. That's literally all I file it down to. Mm -hmm. And then just start seeing what interests me. And I saw that. And I'm like, wait, what? They're doing Funko Pops already? Sold. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, what else do you want to talk about today? Uh, well, the last thing that I have is a super involved, bizarre story. Um, we've talked a couple of times on the podcast about... Uh, Star Citizen, the game that's five years late and is never going to come out, but somehow still has millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. um, they have, a, long, a while ago, and when I say a while ago, like a couple of years ago, uh, Crytek sued them over the use of the Cry engine in the game for Star Citizen. Uh, and we've had a really weird update to that. Uh, Crytek recently re requested 
that their lawsuit against Cloud Imperium Games be dismissed uh, without prejudice and without conditions so they can refile the lawsuit against uh, Cloud Imperium upon the release of Squadron 42. Uh, Squadron 42 is a game that's uh, coming out at some point, apparently. Uh, the lawsuit has a ton of layers on it, but basically CIG uh, filed a, law, a court document on January 17th demanding that the lawsuit be dismissed, uh, meaning that Crytek would have to pay uh, some of CIG's legal fees. Uh, Crytek is countering that the CIG is lying about switching from the Cry engine to the Amazon Lumberyard engine, uh, the engine that CIG says Sarsis is now being used, and for lying about new information coming out in discovery of the lawsuit, timing to the future release of Squadron 42. Uh, CIG is requesting that the release of $500,000 security bond Crytek paid upon filing uh, and it's just one of those things that it's super, super weird that this is becoming a thing now. So, Yeah, some lawsuits and things like this can get pretty messy uh, and can get really kind of nitty-gritty with the details and stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, if someone, whoever deserves to win, wins, and that's kind of what matters to me. So uh, I, I haven't seen as many like lawsuit stories pop up as much. Not that, not that you want those to pop up because you know it's not a great situation to kind of be in and everything. But uh, yeah, what are your kind of thoughts on this situation? Uh, well, this falls under the category of things I don't know about. I mean, it's you know lawsuits and uh, um, intellectual property rights and things like that. Uh, but I'm more interested in Star Citizen itself, because yeah. this was a game that was supposed to come out, I want to say 2012, I'm not 100% sure. I mean, it's gotten like over, in terms of crowdfunding, it's gotten more money than what was used to make GTA 5, and that's been out for Whoa. five years. Yeah, GTA, <laughs> reportedly, reportedly GTA 5 had uh, $250 million as part of its development budget. <laughs> Sorry. And Star Citizen has gotten more money than that just from straight up crowdfunding. And GTA 5 came out last generation. That was actually a 360 slash PS3 game. Yeah, GTA has skipped this uh, PS4, Xbox One generation. So. Well, it's still out. You can still well, play GTA I, 5. I know, but I, in terms of like a new, uh, like GTA 6, which would be next. Because uh, yeah. the, the only release that they've had major release is uh, Red Dead 2. Obviously, they did have the um, L.A. Noir game and stuff, which I haven't gone and played yet. But uh, yeah. the VR, well, the VR case file thing. L.A. Noir is a one and done game. Once you play it, there's no reason to go back to it unless you want to, unless you're like a completionist and you want 100 percent slash platinum the game. Um, once you finish the story, there's literally no reason to go back to it. Yep. Cool. Um. Alright, you said that that was all you had? Talk yeah, about. that's all I got, so... Cool, no problem. Uh, we got a couple of emails to discuss, which is always fun. Uh, we we uh, really, really like to do that on here. So uh, if you have any thoughts, feelings, questions on games, any uh, feelings on stuff that you're playing, things you're looking forward to, anything involving that, or to just get in contact with Entertainment Talk... Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK, Twitter eTalkUK, sorry, uh, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. Damien 
says with all these delays happening how likely is it that gamers will wait for the game of the year ports for the next gen consoles uh i've looked online and some people are planning to do that uh i am not one of those people if cyberpunk does come out in september i will play it on my ps4 if i've got space in september uh because why would i wait another couple of months to play it but uh, i get it you know some people want you know they want to spend the money on their shiny new console and they want to play the games on their shiny new console so uh, it makes sense that you'd save some of those games for that console but that's not something i'm going to be doing how about you uh, well, that's kind of in a weird quandary because that's only a thing for PlayStation because PS5, you know, when it comes out, there's never going to be a guarantee that those games are backwards compatible. Yeah. And with Xbox, they've already shown the ability to be backwards compatible going back to the original Xbox. Yeah, they're so doing the it already. Series, so. it really, I, I don't know this because I don't know anybody at Microsoft. I've never talked to anybody at Microsoft, but... What makes the most logical sense is this: they're just going to hype up the enhanced for Series X, like they were doing when the uh, Xbox One X came out. Right. You, you yeah. see games that were like enhanced for uh, Series, you know, for Xbox One X. Yeah. And that's all they're going to do. Crash Bandicoot I mean, can... in 4K and all that. Yeah. So, 8K. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it, it, all it's going to be is you know what is the game coming out? It's going to run better on Series X. And that's no different than a PC. You know, mm-hmm. you can. I know a guy that's like super, super high end on his PC builds, and he runs Call of Duty at 120 frames a second, Whoa. which is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is that level of insane. But he's got that good of hardware, so mm. cool. It is what it is. Cool. I mean, I mean, fair enough. If you put in the effort to get something like that, then yeah, fair play. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, to, to be completely honest, let's say let's say if if Hellblade Two and Halo Infinite do come out as quote unquote launch titles for Xbox Infinite, uh, Infinite Xbox, I said Infinite because of Halo Infinite on Xbox Series X rather, uh, and if they say hey, you can still play these games, you know, Game Pass or whatever or disc for Xbox One, I'm gonna play Hellblade Two and Halo Infinite on Xbox One because I will still have that console. So that's how I'm pretty much planning to do that. So yeah. Uh, Haley says, "Do you remember Haley from last week?" She says, "Hey yeah, fellas, absolutely. hey fellas, thought I'd follow up from your comments from last week regarding Crash and the Outer World. I did practice the drift mechanic a bunch and have gotten much better. I'm glad to hear that because it's not an easy mechanic. Uh, I I jumped in myself back to Crash Team Racing and I was like, I'm I'm just too out on the loop on this game, and uh, I also don't have space, but." Uh, <laughs> Uh, she got much better at it, but uh, just could not get into the outer world, so I moved on. Fair enough. Uh, we'll still look forward to whatever they do with Microsoft. I think she's talking about, uh, of course, Obsidian, who are now owned by Microsoft. Uh, I think we can both agree here with Haley that, like, I mean, I haven't tried to go back to the outer world yet for the second time. Um, I know you said you kind of dipped away from it a bit, and Haley has here as well. But uh, yeah, in terms of their future relationship with Microsoft, I think that's something to still look forward to, regardless of you know if. Uh, Outworlds did or didn't click with you, so uh, I'm glad you got better at the drift mechanic because it's not easy to do. I know you haven't really, you haven't played that game or whatever uh, and everything, but uh, it's it's a really really key mechanic for Crash Team Racing. And I mean, to be honest, if you can't do that in the game, you're gonna finish last because every other player in the game is gonna be doing that, and they will go miles ahead of you. So yeah, uh, hopefully you're having uh, better luck online and everything, and uh, being competitive and stuff. And uh, let us know if you're winning. Races and all that sort of thing. So, uh, and let us know what you've uh, played 
instead of the Outer Worlds? Like, what's taken that game's uh, place in terms of uh, game time, all that sort of thing? So, uh, thanks for writing back anyway. We uh, really, really appreciate that. So, I uh, hope we can help out more of you in the future as well. Uh, and lastly, Phoebe has written in, there has been a lot of great press and coverage so far for Doom Eternal. There has been. Um, I've seen some of it pop up in the last like couple of days or whatever. Given Bethesda's recent history, do you see any kind of turning point? I, I'm I'm going to say no at the moment just because, like, I don't think you can look at Bethesda and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and list all the problems with Fallout 76 and all the problems they've done recently. We We know everything that they've done we, we, we've talked about it enough i don't know how like fair enough if you're a big doom fan doom eternal comes out and it's great and you really enjoy it i'm really really happy for you um but i don't know if you can look at that situation and go oh bethesda's like fixed they still got a broken fallout 76 out there they're still not running well as a company they've still made comments in terms of saying that uh, elder scrolls 6 and star and star i must said star wars starfield are going to uh run on like the same engine as 76 which i think is a terrible idea they clearly need a new engine uh for all those sorts of games because you let's say starfield and elder scrolls 6 come out for ps5 and xbox uh series x um, and they're on the same engine as 76. I, I don't see that going well at all. Uh, what, what do you think of the situation, Robert? Yeah, if Bethesda tries to force either of those games out, either uh, mm-hmm. Starfield or... Uh, Elder Scrolls 6, I think. Elder Scrolls 6 out this year, that's not going to be a good situation. Um, those games, we've seen zero gameplay. We've seen zero anything from it. So we don't know what level that they're done. Mm-hmm. Um, and past that, if they try to force out a game before it's ready just to do that, then the, they're just going to repeat the mistakes they made with Paul 76. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still stick by the same thing that I said, which is like if Doom Eternal isn't a success, which it looks like it's going to be, and fair enough, everyone that's played it, like press events or that sort of thing... Um, you know, I trust those people that that, that, that that that's the case with the game because I don't think that that w- they would say necessarily otherwise. Um, I hope it's good. I really do. I think you know, with Beth- with Bethesda having some licenses that are really good, like Wolfenstein, um, Doom itself, uh, uh, Elder Scrolls, Starfield, and um, what was the other one I was going to mention? Wolfenstein, Skyrim, Fallout. Obviously, we need obviously we need a new Fallout game. Uh, yeah, Doom, Elder Scrolls. Wolfenstein, uh, Starfield. There was another, what's the other game that they do that's really big? I can't think of what it is, but uh, those those are those are their main big IP, and they failed on like two or three of them at least. So they they really really need a win with Doom Eternal because uh, I'm not saying that like if Doom Eternal comes out and it's bad, the company is going to be like shut down. I don't think anything like that dramatically as that's going to happen. But um, yeah, they certainly they certainly need a big win. At the moment, because uh, I mean, even outside of games, they had like the whole customer service email leak problem. If you remember that, like with the, with the support tickets and stuff, uh, their their merchandise department is still a mess with the whole you know uh, the helmets problem that they had, the bag problem that they had. Um, so that they really could use a win. And um, Doom's pretty big; it's going to have a lot of eyes on it. It's already got a lot of eyes on it, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. So, uh, are you a big Doom fan? Never really played it, and that's kind of odd because that was in my area when Doom first came out. And actually, before the term first-person shooter came out, yeah. any first-person shooter was just called a Doom clone. Huh. So, like, Wolf, like Doom came out, and that was the thing. Mm. 
and then Wolfenstein and other games came out, and they were just called Doom clones until somebody came up with the term first-person shooter. So, hmm. cool. All right. Well, that is what we've got for you for this episode of Random Gaming Talk. Please feel free, like I said, to write in different stuff. Me and Robert love to read emails and feedback and everything. It's uh, quite fun to do. So, um, yeah, we should plan. I don't know when we can do, uh, but plan another would you rather and a Q&A situation. I would actually, for the next podcast, for one of those, I'd like to actually combine those two. Uh, like just, mm-hmm. just mix it up with Q&A questions and would you rather scenarios. So um, that should be quite fun. So uh, just, just send in some stuff to us. It would uh, be pretty good. Uh, cool. You can find all the content then that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. And as I read out in housekeeping, there's a bunch of different stuff you can check out on the website. So please feel free to do so. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, that would be really, really great and really nice as well. Uh, you can head over to our Patreon page. You can support us at the $1 and the $3 level tiers. So check those out. Uh, Amazon affiliate link if you're thinking of shopping on Amazon for whatever different reasons uh, you can obviously use our affiliate link we'll get a small cut of what you spend but it will not cost you extra iTunes feeds if you're using those you know if you're listening through iTunes and not the website or whatever uh, please uh, remember to rate review and subscribe to us that would really help us out as well it doesn't matter which feeds you're using just the ones that you are please remember to rate review and subscribe that will help us out as well uh word of mouth of course please tell your friends family people that you know about all the different content the website and the itunes feeds that does really help as well uh, and everything like that and uh, if if you're recommending the site but not through twitter or facebook therefore i can't see it do let us know that you're maybe doing that and uh we can uh, recognize the recognition i suppose if you want to put it like that anyway uh yeah you can also share them on facebook and share them on twitter as well and different facebook groups if you're allowed to put them in there uh, and last thing, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch, Robert streams on Mixer, and look out for Let's Play Sundays as well. Thank you very much for listening, and we shall see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.